Hey, folks. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And we're coming to you from Salt Lake City. That's true. Yeah. We true. are. Yeah. There's no there's no doubt in my mind about that. No. None yeah. at all. We're very aware of where we are. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Yeah. Good, good, good. All right. Well, here we are. Um, happy, happy, happy New Year, hey, Frank. You beat me to it. I know. Well, yeah. You know, it's one of the, we don't have everything planned here. No, we're just flying off the cuff. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Happy, and happy last year of existence. Oh, Dan, don't. What? I said happy. That's a downer, man. <laughs> well, I, I believe in all that Mayan shit. Well, what's funny is that apparently the Mayans don't believe all that shit. Well, like, like apparently 2012, the whole thing is like wrong. Are, the calculations know, are wrong. It's not 2012 or something. I don't know. I haven't done any research on it, but that's um, not actually what happens. Well, here's the deal. Okay. They believe that it's just the beginning of a new cycle, right? The, the, the cycle, mm. an astronomical, astrological mm. cycle mm-hmm. is, um, is ending and a new one will be beginning. Yay. Um, however, I do choose to prefer sort of the new agey, <laughs> even the, though I know the truth, I'd rather believe the new agers, which is what the, the, it's the end of the universe. Well, that it is the dawning of a new enlightened era. Ah, yeah. Oh, that is new agey. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. They, t- <laughs> they kind of like rethought the whole thing, re-envisioned it and it's, oh Yeah. Man, it's good stuff. Those Mayans know what they're doing. <laughs> There's, I mean, they're they're not around anymore. No, no. So they didn't no. know enough to be able to hang on, and they didn't know enough <laughs> that to know that like people would completely misconstrue what they right. That all these white people would come along and <laughs> be like rich white people with too much time on their hands. Wait, what does this mean? <laughs> hang on, it just stops. It must mean something. Holy shit, we're all going to die! I mean, even a logical ex- explanation for me would be that they got tired. Or, yeah, you It became so irrelevant to their lives well, yeah, to keep they're, projecting they're out this calendar. Millennium, millennia into the future. They're, they're just, I mean, why would you keep doing why that? Why would you do it? You wouldn't. I would stop when, At a certain when, point, when it seemed stop. reasonable that like my grandkids were, were going to be taken care of by my calendar. Yeah. I'd be like, you know what? Somebody else can continue from where I left off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Huh. Oh, well. Oh, well. Silly Mayans. Huh. So, uh, so there's some, been some stuff going on in the world. Yes, indeed. You know, it's we are now in, officially, now that we're in 2012, the election year here Mm-mm-mm. in the United States of America, for those of you downloading from the Falkland Islands. So, and not That like, hasn't happened again. <laughs> That Somebody did it once, <laughs> twice. We got two downloads from the Falklands. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Now, lately, it's been Singapore, Dan. Oh, hey. Singapore has been surging. Hey, howdy, Singaporeans. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Singapore, actually. I know. Yeah, same here. It'd be awesome. Yeah. NYU has a film school in Singapore. They do. Yeah. Yeah, we should go visit that. Um. So, yeah, what 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 I wanted to talk about was, uh, you know, just the other day, the, the Iowa caucuses. Caucuses. Yes. Just, I'm trying to come up with a fun way of saying it. Caucuses. The caucuses. The caucuses. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of caucuses out in Iowa. And uh, what ended up happening was uh, was interesting. Mm-hmm. But it was so. interesting. I mean, I think it's, it's pertinent to us in that, you know, religion is playing a huge role in these Republicans' uh, 
trying to make some decisions on who their mm-hmm. candidate's going to be. Yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, the Mitster yeah. came up with the big win. But yeah. it wasn't that big a win. No, it was by like eight votes, right? It was a margin. It was a it was a slim margin. It was a tie. <laughs> it's a tie. <laughs> Who cares if you won by eight votes? Like I saw this picture of him like celebrating. Like you cannot imagine. The look <laughs> on his face was like he couldn't believe that he had won. Well, yeah, he has to by do that. Eight votes because he has to because the narrative that gets out has to be I win. It can't yeah. be like narrowest of margins. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so someone at the in the Guardian was it the Guardian, the Telegraph, Telegraph, um, in the UK uh-huh. was talking, and we know that it's the UK because they misspell a bunch of the words in the article. <laughs> yeah, um, there's but, a couple other places in the world. I think actually <laughs> we're the uh, only ones who really who misspell things. Not that we misspell them, but we're the ones with the unique spelling. It's true. Anyways. Anyway, uh, so so the what this cool article is it says it's called a science fa- a science fan's guide to the Iowa caucus. Yeah, and what's interesting to me about it? So what the, what the guy's done? This is uh, Tim Chivers, Tom Chivers. Sorry, uh-huh. sorry, Tom. And uh, his uh, he's he goes through and discusses the top four candidates. Uh, that would be Mitt, now Santorum. I don't know how mm-hmm. he made it in the top four, but there he is now. Right. And uh, and Gingrich and Ron Paul, oh. and he just goes through and discusses their sort of rates them on their science beliefs mm-hmm. on the two science issues that are really at issue. The the ones that the conservative Republicans tend to care about tend to well tend to care about in the sense that they're trying desperately not to believe them even yeah. against all evidence. It's really strange because they they accept all sorts of other kind of science in their life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they go to the cancer doctor, they don't like right. oh, cancer doctor, you know. Right, yeah, none of these guys are like, no, I'd rather pray my cancer away. Well, some do. <clears throat> well, none of these guys. None of the, none of these guys. Right, right, right. I'm saying right. Christians. Yeah. And I think that as long as they're just doing it for themselves and not for their children, that's fine. Sure, yeah. Go yeah. ahead and die of your cancer. That's your choice. So yeah, so they talk about climate change. So it rates. So this guy is looking at these four guys' positions on climate change and evolution, two completely undisputed facts scientific of our facts. lives, yes. of our lives, uh, in the scientific community. Right, because and they are disputed outside. <laughs> because once you get outside, <laughs> yes. but mostly just here in the U.S. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like the rest of the world is uh, looking at us like we're back backwoods dipshits. Yeah. Which, you know, Sometimes. a good portion of us actually are. But, <sighs> so, do you want to know how they did? How, yeah, let me, let, let um, yeah. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> you ready? Me. I Breathe it. Okay, yes. here we go. Okay, all right. So, Mitters did pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, well, I mean, he he seems like a fairly reasonable guy. Unfortunately, he's campaigning to completely unreasonable people, so he yeah. keeps changing his position on things. Right. Yeah. Because he'll say anything that's politically expedient. Right. At, in the moment, and he clearly will do that. And his yeah. and his opponents have been hammering him for it yeah. because they're you know they invented the whole flip flop as a as a an, an accusation against, thing. Against Kerry, yeah. So, but I mean, he has said that he believes, <laughs> I do like this. He says, I believe that God designed the universe and created the universe 
And I believe evolution is most likely the process he used to create the human body. Mm. That's interesting. It is interesting. It's you know, it's kind of the the thing that I came to when I was religious. Because it was clear that evolution was a fact. It's not a theory. I mean, and, right. and evolution cannot be stated to be a theory. It's a fact. Right. Human evolution, we have to call it a theory because we cannot prove it. Mm-hmm. We have lots of supporting evidence, but we can observe actual evolution in progress in all right. kinds of other things. So we know evolution occurs. It's a sure. fact. Sure. And, and that, that, that we don't have to equivocate well, about. But what I'm, what I'm intrigued by is... Um, how a Mormon um, can say that about about sort of creation and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Because I'm sorry. I've been through the temple. He has, people. The whole thing is about the creation of the planet, and it's all about Adam and Eve. And the humans were created long before this earth was even around. In the pre-existence. Well, the spirits. And the whatnot. spirits were. Yeah. But, Not I mean. The bodies. But the bodies were like, I mean, they were like gods, right? Hmm? Who? When? Human bodies. Human bodies? Designed after, in, in God's image. Yes. Which means that there's God no... God was... If, because this is what they do. They think that... They say, well, if God had his hands on evolution, right. then he made it happen that the human body looked like him. Yeah. Right. I mean, he didn't just like set it up and be like, you know... Spin the okay. wheel and whatever okay. happens happens, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like they're like he's he's controlling the whole process is, is is in their mind, right? Sure. But anyways, but nonetheless, like the temple service being so pivotal and so central to their to their core beliefs, right? I don't get how you actually have a Mormon who then steps out of the temple and says, "Well, yeah, but I believe in evolution, and that's the way that God formed the the human body." Right. So what does it say in the temple? Well, it's it's very much it is the Adam and Eve story as told in Genesis. That's what you're that's what you're going to watch. So and there's a performance and everything. God and, put Adam and Eve in their human forms on the earth, ready to go, fully fully formulated. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. No I mean, yeah. And took took a rib from Adam to form Eve and all that. I mean, it's, Which, it honestly, is the, the language rib of the seems Bible. like the weirdest thing to, to make a, why, a woman yeah. out of. Yeah. Take, well, I mean, I guess you got a whole bunch of them. So go ahead. <laughs> you can spare one. Right. Yeah. Take if, my If he finger. took his nose, then, yeah. he's, then he's got no nose. Right. So. Yeah, okay. That's the rib. Yeah. That's fine. Take this hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'd think. Take a tooth. Take, take, yeah. Oh, it's it's a rib. He took a, a rib. rib. Yeah, he took a rib. Anyway, uh, Mitt also um, doesn't do as well on the climate change, but does, but comes out okay on climate change. He says, I believe the world is getting warmer. I believe that humans have contributed to that. So, I mean, what yeah. more can we ask of it's it? It's not scary. Right. But then, but he said that, that was what he said back in June. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. And then in October, <laughs> dun, 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 <laughs> My view is that we don't know what's causing climate change on this planet. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. come March. Yeah, we'll who see. Who knows what he'll say. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, so then the next one is Ron Paul. Who is the scariest man alive right now. But pretty well informed on the science. Sure. Actually. Okay. okay. Does okay with that. Um, he doesn't believe in evolution. Uh which is dumb. Wow. But here's where he, he goes a with doctor, it. Doctor, right? I uh, yeah, well. But here's where he goes with it. 
I mean, and but the thing is, he believes he's so he's so fucking religious that it's just you're gonna believe in the religious answer to that question. Right. No, yeah, okay. But he says my personal view is that recognizing the validity of an evolutionary process does not support atheism. <laughs> Nor should it diminish diminish one's wow. view about God and the universe. Wow. <laughs> so apparently the concern is <laughs> if you go ahead and believe in evolution, you will suddenly become an atheist. Right. You will be ruined. <laughs> suddenly amazing. your God belief is dead. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but but he's quelling those fears. Mm-hmm. Don't don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. Evolution. You can, you can believe in a. I don't. A I choose not work. to believe in right. evolution. But if you do, I don't think that that automatically makes you an awful, awful atheist. And then on climate okay. change, he's actually uh, really well informed and uh, and talks about common sense steps to take. He, he's not an alarmist about it. He doesn't like to go to that place. <laughs> but he does like to say. But he does say. And I, I love this quote. I am, after all, a conservative and seek to conserve not just American traditions and our Constitution, but our natural resources as well. Yeah. Which I've been well, waiting for somebody to say. Yeah. It's just that it's coming from batshit crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, and no, everyone can discount it completely because it's Ron Paul. But why don't the conservatives... They need to take that line. They, well, yeah. But the problem is... That there are interests in this country that benefit greatly from people not believe, believing in the science. Well, here's people, what I'm going to say. Places that have plenty of scientists working for them, such as the oil industry. Right, exactly. Right. Well, and there's this other thing. And the, I'm going to jump over Santorum and get to Gingrich because he said something that's actually uh, relevant to that. Oh. He was talking about how – because he used to take a very tough line – which was that, yes, global warming is occurring. Yes, human beings are causing it. And we need to do something about it now. Yeah. It was big. Yeah, he yeah. was he was huge in no, it. No, that's true. Yeah. He's, tur- he's turned against that position now because he's trying <laughs> because to... Because he's running for president. Because he's running for, for president. But here's what he said. He said, and I thought this was very fascinating. Uh, uh, the, the minute you start hearing these arguments, you know what's coming. He's talking about, you know... Um, for the for most of the last thirty years, the environment has been a powerful uh, has been a powerful emotional tool for bigger government and higher taxes. So the minute you start hearing these arguments, you know what's coming next: bigger wow. government and higher taxes. So even though you might be, even though oh, I love this part. Oh my God, Frank, I love this part. <laughs> so even though it might be the right thing to do, mm. you end up fighting it. Because you don't want bigger government and higher taxes. Wow. He actually cops to that. Yeah, he does. That's amazing. <sighs> Who the fuck cares what the right thing to do is? I can't, I have to fight bigger government and higher taxes. Right. No matter what. It's amazing. Whether it's right or wrong. Right. Fuck the world. Right. Fuck the environment. Right. Fuck your health. Right. It's not politically expedient. Yeah. And then Santorum just doesn't, he's just batshit crazy. He doesn't believe in anything. Yeah, yeah. I would be terrified of him, except for the fact that, I mean, oh, there's no he's going to be ripped alive. Oh, that, yeah. There's I mean, no way open. he doesn't have a shot in hell. Uh, once, once Romney, well, once Romney's super PAC gets his hands on him and starts, like, actually telling the Santorum story. Oh, yeah. He's done. Also, by the way, everyone, I, if you haven't Googled Santorum, <laughs> it's an old news, it's an old story yeah, that you need to know. You don't. 
if you don't know what it is, you better go. Just go for it. Yeah. Um, not very <laughs> nice, but awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And if, yeah, you you need to figure out the story behind why. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, well, since we're on the topic of these guys, um, I yeah. got one. The Iowa Iowans and their no oh, the, the candidates the themselves candidates. Um, sure. And this is um, a something from the Salt Lake Tribune, mm. uh, and the title or the headline is "Would LDS Church Influence Romney if President?" And we've talked about this before. Yeah, it's a it's an intro. It's a valid question. Yeah, um, and uh, you have voices like uh, former Senator Senator Bennett kind of weighing in on this. And what did he say? Um, he predicts that the church would um, would actually probably not really chime in too much right um that they that they'd probably be you know hesitant i think might be the word he uses um and uh but it's so comforting that they that they would hesitate yeah <laughs> before dictating what the president of the united there, states there would, would be a, there would be a momentary pause they would be like ah should we do that you yeah make the call yeah okay. um anyways uh but what's interesting about this article is um, that it, that it talks about it recounts the story of of something that happened recently with the country of Switzerland mm. and how Switzerland uh, Switzerland has kind of been in this um, position for the last few years they've, they've been working on this for the last few years of trying to figure out what to deal with how to deal with the LDS missionaries that are sent to Switzerland no. these these American kids or at least foreign not not Swiss mm-hmm. who are showing up and uh, preaching a faith that they see as not very Swiss. And um, so, but and the thing that I actually uh, love the Swiss for is that they are all about preserving what is Swiss. Swiss. Sure. And, My mom went on a mission to Switzerland. Oh, did she really? Yeah. Wow. Well, anyways. Um, so if we need the Switzerdeutsch. Uh, <laughs> she, can, she can help us out with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well, anyways, they finally have figured it out, Switzerland. And uh, they have um, changed their employment rules that um, that have made it possible to ban even unpaid missionaries hmm. from oh, working under employment in law. their country. That's yeah, interesting. And so that's how that's how they went about it. And they have banned Mormon missionaries from coming into their country now. There is an LDS presence sure. in Switzerland. Sure. Um, my guess is they will probably just run a very small missionary program with Swiss missionaries. From now on, Swiss Mormons don't get to go out of their country for their missions. No, they will all be stuck there. Um, but anyways, um, so what ended up happening, though, is the LDS church in their response to this actually got their 13... Um, Members of Congress who are Mormon, which it's just shocking it, that they have that many. I know, right? Like that's, that does seem disproportionate um, to the actual, you know, Mormon population of this country. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, which also indicates for those of you who don't know the precise number of uh, representatives that Utah has, we've got. Well, now we have four, but mm. traditionally we've had three. We don't have four yet. We have three presently. And we have the two senators. Right. And so that's only five folks. Right. So there's a lot of you out there who've been voting for Mormons. <laughs> you need to stop it. Oh, come on. 
like it matters. <laughs> Actually, there's a couple of them that are really, really reasonable. I mean, there's Harry Reid for crying out loud. Oh yeah, he's totally reasonable. Well, maybe not. not maybe that's not the word. But he's you know he's not exactly what you would think. But he's not. But he's not a Republican. He's not a Republican, and he uh, definitely uh, takes positions on issues that are not, you know, yeah. mainline Mormon. Absolutely. Uh, but anyways, I um, so there are 13 members of Congress who are Mormon. They sent a letter to the Swiss ambassador asking that this that it could be you know. Um, looking for some sort of exception to the rule. Right. And da, 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 da. Well, you got to let our guys in. Yeah. They're so well, good. What are you talking about? They're clean cut. When, I mean, the, 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 the law, it's not like Switzerland made this law for anybody. <laughs> and they probably actually did with maybe like Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, I mean, there's a number of evangelical yeah, it's just, groups that would have not evangelizing, not evangelical, right. evangelizing groups right. that would um, that would be going in. Proselytizing groups. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, my grandmother was a traveling evangelist. Really? Yeah. Well, don't we just have there. fun pasts yeah, and, and family? Yeah. Uh, and so anyways, um, so it goes through this whole thing. And it's a really interesting example of how the LDS church did use their political connections and mm. use the people that, 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 that are elected to get an issue that they care about addressed so officially right yeah. they involved the swiss ambassador they uh, yeah right like, you know they yeah. they, they really they are, went at they're it. going through channels they are being officials of the united states of america absolutely for this. yes um and uh yeah so where do i want to go with this <laughs> um well, well i don't know basically um there was a you know it's, it's just basically the idea of how could a president romney turn down a call from the first presidency it's, it's really question. where this goes um, and then also it, it, the, the article actually goes to a really interesting place where it also talks about how it, it, Romney would have a real problem once he's in office, right? Because there are these 13 members of Congress. Right. Um, and, uh, in particular, they, they do mention Harry Reid, uh, who is the democratic, um, Senate majority leader and, uh, and also a Mormon, as we just mentioned, but they were saying that if, if, if there was any sort of across the aisle sort of right. reaching out trying to work <laughs> with the Democrats that that normally would be a problem, right? In the, in, right, our, in our political climate, right? But Shouldn't now be a problem, but it, it is, but now you add in a religious component, right? Right. He's not, he's, he's not working with them because he wants to stretch across the aisle. He's working with them because it's a Mormon conspiracy. Yeah, because he's a fellow Mormon. Yeah. Uh, Crazy, right? The Mormons. <laughs> They're out to get us. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, and then it goes on and talks a little bit about like comfort level of, um, people, the general population with Mormons. And we know, we know how that kind of, right. What that looks like. And, um, but it's an interesting article. We'll put the link up on the, you on, know, Mormons the, are the interesting. The Mormon, to look at it. the Mormon history with politics has always been a, an interesting one back when they yeah. were back when they were in Missouri back, they literally had this. Like people like to, the Mormons like to paint their history as being, they were martyrs. You know, they were in, they were persecuted in Missouri for their religious beliefs and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Not the story at all. The real story about their persecution, their so-called persecution is that they send out parties for, first of all, the Mormons would vote in a block. Yes. So wherever they moved, they would make sure that their candidates started to get political gain. Right. 
And so that like had a huge effect. Like that that fucks with everything. Right. And then and and well and there was all this like like Mormons were notorious for sending out parties to destroy people's homes and and like printing presses printing presses all sorts of stuff well yeah. that was one of their own printing presses that was a mormon printing press that they that they destroyed i thought that, that it was the one in nauvoo the nauvoo standard no that was critical nothing no no the, the one that they destroyed in uh in nauvoo in the nauvoo Kirtland. wasn't the standard it was in ohio oh okay wasn't it the one in ohio i don't know which one you're where, talking where about was, where was joseph smith killed uh carthage in carthage where? illinois illinois right Anyway, the reason that he was the reason yes. what he was in jail for. God, we got to get our story straight here. Yeah, if you're going to bring it up, Dan. <laughs> well, but what he was in jail for was that he had sent people to destroy this printing press that was owned by a Mormon guy, but it had actually printed the fact that Joseph Smith was polygamous. Oh, okay. and that had not been common public knowledge yet. Right. So he sent a party out to destroy the printing press, and that's why he was arrested. Hmm. And then killed by the mob. No. You yeah. mean there was a crime committed? Yeah. And that was the reason why he was in jail? No, he was just being persecuted. Mm. Well, um, along these same lines, I think this actually links into what we were just talking about. Um, mm. The whole LDS leadership and all that. Because this talks about how admired the leadership is. <laughs> well, right? one particular leader. One particular leader. Well, and the one who'd be on the phone. Um, anyways, there was a recent um, Gallup USA Today poll that went out, and it uh, lists, ended up uh, finding, or the, the results of it, there's a list, mm. that puts um, President Thomas S. Monson, is it an S in the middle of his name? Thomas Monson. Thomas S. Monson. There it is. Yeah, it's his um, Among the most admired people in the world. Listed among the most. Yeah, top 10. Top 10? Top 10. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, top 10. That's um, pretty impressive. He's in the top 10 along with religious leaders Reverend Billy Graham, <laughs> Pope Benedict the 16th. Um yeah. and uh it's it's really quite interesting because like I don't even know how that happens. Well, I'll Be tell you what didn't happen. Hmm. Non-Mormons didn't vote for him. <laughs> Because men's creepazoid? Well, no, because nobody knows who the fuck he is. Well, no, that's true, too. I have a hard time remembering who's the current president of the LDS Church. Yeah, we live here. If you say the name Thomas S. Monson outside of Utah to a non-Mormon... Oh, nobody knows. Nobody would know who the hell that is. Yeah, I'm surprised that many Mormons were actually called. Yeah, to but be honest, all but of them they, said the same thing. All of them did. It's Every like they know what right. the answer to that question is. Yeah. Because how else does that happen? I, I don't know. Top 10... Yeah, that seems ridiculous. I mean, I guess, I guess outside of like that kind of circle, nobody's going to be agreeing. You know, somebody's going to say some. Yeah, I, I mean, know. who's the most admired? Who's your most admired person, Dan? I wouldn't know how to answer that. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Well, and I think that's the thing. These religious people, because you notice that the three people that you listed were all religious. They're all leaders. religious. Yeah, I think it makes it easy for them. Yeah, yeah. Because while we are sitting here going, I don't know, would it be, you know, would it be this guy or that guy? I don't know. I mean, I don't have it's a likely solid to change answer to that. From time to th I mean, it's right, right. more than likely to change. Right. They're sitting there going, I know the answer. <laughs> it's Thomas Monson. Did I get it right? Uh, Do I get to go to heaven now? It just seems like such the answer that an eight-year-old child would give, though, and not a full-grown adult. Doesn't it hurt? 
to hear Billy Graham listed as someone that anyone respects at all. I hate that. Is he the forgive me, Father, if I I have sinned? I have sinned. <laughs> is it? Is he that guy? Was he the philanderer who then like? Is that Billy Graham? Are you thinking of Oral Roberts? No, you're thinking. No, no, you're thinking of who am I thinking? Jim of? Baker. Uh, no, because he did no, it too. He oh, did they do all it. did it. They all did it. Billy Graham might. I Billy, Billy Graham, Graham may I have think done is it. pretty clean. I think yeah. is Billy Graham clean. Billy Graham. I, well, you look that up, Dan. Okay, I'll look it up. You um, start. You talk. You want about me to go on to something? Yeah, talk else, about something, and else, then we'll and get I'll, back to Billy Graham. I'll, I'll get on Billy Graham. Okay. Um, well, here's one. Just um, I, for whatever reason, I'm drawn to stories about burkas and <laughs> jobs. You are, you are the. You I are don't know why the TGIA official uh, to to steal from. Uh, from the Daily Show, you you are our senior burka correspondent. <laughs> Except it's literally true. Um, anyways, this is from the Mail Online, and um, this is uh, it. Just says, "Woman fined by police for driving in burka told it was a as bad as eating sandwich behind the wheel." Wait, 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 wait. Did I read <laughs> that right? I don't know. Woman, I'll try it again. Okay. Woman fined by police for driving in burka told it was as bad as eating a sandwich <laughs> behind the wheel. It's, a, it's kind of a long awesome. drawn out headline. That's an awesome thing to be told. I, I think my 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 line Madam, was a little bit more succinct than that. Yeah. That I said it earlier. But anyways. Do you but, realize that you could <laughs> you might as well be eating a sandwich? Are you serious <laughs> driving with that? Good God. Uh, anyways, it, 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 um, it, of course, uh, she's a Muslim woman, um, mm-hmm. and it happened in France. And we know oh, how the French are not French big into are, your, oh, God. if you, if they make you dress funny, they don't like it. Yeah. They, well, another group that's really big on sort of preserving their, uh, natural, national, uh, culture and mm. whatnot. Um, and they, they, they are really burqa sensitive over in france uh anyways i really didn't like go much into the story i just thought that it's it, it just brings well, up some really interesting issues because I mean, like i like, have to say the hijab is one thing yeah right because that's all all that is is a headscarf and we could totally get into the whole discussion about whether or not women are you know forced into it right. or socially pressured into and we've it already or whatever and we've already discussion. we've already had that discussion and i and and so you know, but the hijab, it's it's a fairly um, harmless head yeah, thing, sure. right? Like it's it's harmless. I mean, the, there there can be some problems with it and whatnot if women are forced, but it it, it seems fairly harmless. But a burqa, a, a woman covering everything except for a slit for her eyes, for her eyes, and in this case, probably in this case, a veil. Which was what the, the yeah, cops were yeah, yeah. responding to. But nonetheless, everything covered except for her eyes. And that is where I'm sorry. This, 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 I've got to side with the French on this one. I really I, do. I do I th- well, I do too. I mean, honestly, you, you're not allowed to drive if, you're, if you have impaired vision. Right, exactly. That's not, that's not a religious issue. That's a, fuck you, you can't drive if you can't see. Right. Don't but, hit I people. Mean, it, but it becomes a religious issue is the problem. Yeah. It, it turns into this whole... Um. It, yeah, I don't know. By the way, Billy Graham seems to be clean as a whistle in my cursory, like yeah, s- 
scoping of the internet. Who's I have this image of a guy, and it is not Jim Baker. It's it Oral Roberts, and it's not Oral Roberts. Um, weeping, open <laughs> weeping, and he has a Wait. microphone in hand, and he's going, "Forgive me." He's like kneeling in front of this huge congregation. He's like, "Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned." Oh my God! Uh, it's not Ted Haggard, is it? No. He didn't even get that moment. No. So nobody was around after Haggard. Taggart <laughs> <laughs> was the one that, that, liked that to, had the boy. Liked to have the, well, the Anal. theory is that he liked to have lots of boys, but he liked, he liked. But he's not gay. No. He was a good family man. Not gay. He was a good family he, man. He will be God. more than happy to Indeed. tell you about how not gay he is as you stick your dick into his butthole. <laughs> well, you don't like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He probably wouldn't wouldn't tell you that in that moment, though. Yeah. <laughs> a, a coworker and I were actually earlier today. We were talking about the book um, "God Hates Fags," mm. and uh, and and we were talking about how apparently God hates fags. Is that a Westboro Baptist thing? Yes, it is. It's okay. a reference to. Um, it, it, oh, it's a book about. It's a book that is about okay. um, how the the gay community should actually be happy. That there's a Fred Phelps in the world, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, true. Because it's because it's like it, it, Fred Phelps gets people off the fence. Mm. He gets moderates in this country off the fence, right. And start to feel sympathy and empathy toward the gay community, right? And start to side politically with the gay community. And so it's a really it's an interesting read and whatnot. But um, we were talking about it, and uh, this coworker of mine was like, "Oh, God hates fags. That's that's their website." And I was like, <laughs> "Really?" God hates fags dot whatever. Uh-huh. And then, you know, there was this whole like dot XXX thing where all the, oh, right. all the churches were like, and, and not churches, um, schools, higher, like and corporations, they were all like trying to protect their brand. And so they went out and they bought, you know, their dot XXX, their dot XXX. Right. And I was like, oh, I wonder if God hates fags dot XXX is still available. <laughs> of course it's already taken, uh. which I was really sad, but we started to have... As safe for work conversation about what that <laughs> website could possibly have oh, been. Oh my goodness! God hates fags. But that would be Ted Haggard's. Yeah, go to gay porn site. Yeah, absolutely. So love it. Yeah, love Anyways. it. Um, Speaking of gay, yeah, um, I wanted to talk about in in Illinois. There's a there's a kerfuffle with the, what? Oh yeah, with the uh, with the Catholic bishops. What's um, going on? They are upset those bishops because the Illinois state law has now come into effect that says that you can't do, you can't get state money for uh, adoption services. Okay. If you don't let the queers adopt your your kids. Oh, if if you discriminate against the groups that they, right, the state doesn't let you. Right, the state does not discriminate against. Right, and so therefore, so they're yeah, all, you don't get the money. Yeah, okay, they're furious. They just are <laughs> mad. That's they're their, suing. That's their choice. No, no, they're, they're, it's unconstitutional. The, well, uh, what's unconstitutional? It's religious discrimination. How is that discrimination? Because, because they have to now. Not take Let me the see money. If I can find a quote here. Wait, 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 wait. So the state was, <laughs> is going to give them money, which 
Right. The states so where their adoption been, the services. The state has been giving them money for sure. a long time. Okay. For them to do adoption services. Okay. So that the state doesn't have to. Right. Because the state's lazy. Well. I don't know that that's true. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, so yeah. The obvious argument is that the church doesn't have to take state money. Right. They don't. And so, here's their Anthony Piccarello Jr., their, uh, their general counsel says, it's true that the church doesn't have a First Amendment right to have a government contract, <laughs> but it does have a First Amendment right not to be excluded from a contract based on its religious beliefs. What? What? They have a right not to be excluded from these contracts because they believe... Just is, be- that, is that really a right? No! It's like, I mean, if I came along and I was a part of a religion that was like, um, you know, we don't we don't deal with, you know, black folk. Right. Right. No, you can't do that. No, you can't. Nope. But they, they're suing anyway. Oh, my God. Apparently, they got a whole bunch of other things that they're being excluded from. They're, uh, <laughs> they're being excluded from... Uh, Having a rich and fulfilling <laughs> life, for one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Poor <laughs> bastards. But Having yeah, fun. They're, they're, apparently, uh, there's a they they want Obama to to lift an, a requirement that Catholic and other religiously affiliated hospitals and universities and charity groups cover contraception in their employees' uh, health plans. Because that would be terrible. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yep. So wow. Which is funny because that means that even that they don't want to provide it even to the non-Catholic employees. Wow. Like, can't they just, is, is, it's not enough for them to just tell their, their parishioners, hey, we don't do this, so right. don't do it. Right. And leave it at that. Right. That's not that enough for them? That should be enough. That should, I, I <coughs> excuse me, I would hope that that's enough. Yeah. Well, it's not. That is, that is wild. We want to never have to give anybody anything that could prevent them from I, having a child. I love the rights that people make up for themselves. <laughs> yeah. You know they're great. I want to make up some rights for myself yeah. right now. I I have a right to not ever he- look at another Catholic again. Right, right. right? I have like, that right. I right? have the right not right. to listen to anybody else's bullshit. And so I'm gonna not do that. I don't know. Anyway, I, yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't know, but like, it's <clears throat> it's really that such seems like such a. It seems like it, it seems so silly to me. I just well, don't get it. Like, why are they fighting so hard to be participating in this anyway? Right. It just seems weird. Well, they like the money. They get money. They get money. That's all that that's all that that's about. They get money to run their services. Well, if if who's getting this money? Well, the diocese, I assume. Yeah, I guess I guess yeah. I mean it's I'm sure it's all going <clears throat> to to the cause it's all i mean i'm sure it's all being used appropriately according to you know the rules and everything i'm i'm not gonna guess that it's not being right but it just yeah oh yeah the other thing that they're not that 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 they're not getting funding for is that there's a whole like thing about victims of sex trafficking okay and uh and the catholics don't want to be able to send these women who were victims of sex trafficking to abortion clinics. They don't want to have to do that or get, or, you know, rape victims. They don't want to get, have to give them abortions or con- contraceptives, 
Wait, but who's requiring them to do that? If they want uh, Department of Health and Human Services money. Then the, okay, so if you take their money, there are certain things that you have to do. Right. Because that's what the money is there for. Right. But they don't want to. I mean, I, I don't get it. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not playing stupid here. I don't get it. Like, yeah. like, I mean, I understand, okay, you want the money. You want the money and you want as few strings attached as possible. We all do. Right. Right. Well, like, and, and come on, like it, it's the, money that comes with condition. Money, money always has conditions upon it, right? Especially when you're dealing with the government. And you take for government God's money, sake, you're dealing you with a rape victim, of- and you're gonna you're you're gonna quibble about if she doesn't want the baby that some asshole raped into her. That's insane. Yeah, it's- that's just that's just insane. Catholics, shame on you on that front. Really. Really? Shame on you. Well, it seems like, like boy, they are just, they really have real claims to morality there. Yeah, way to take a, mo- a moral stand. Jesus. Anyway. All right. Um, okay, folks, uh, we're going to take a quick break. Um, but if you would ever like to add your voice to our conversation. Which you totally should do. Please feel free to call 424-666-TGIA. That's 424 666 8442. If you've been listening to our podcast, then you know how much fun we're having with people calling in. Yeah, absolutely. So call in. Yeah. Be part of this conversation. We have one coming up, in fact. Yeah, that's true. Um, you can also uh, follow us on the Twitters. That's yes. uh, at TGIAtheist dot Twitter. No. Dot. <laughs> no, it's just... It's just I don't T-G- know how the Twitter works. TGIAtheist. Right. Dot, dot there's no dot <laughs> there's no dot dots. facebook slash twitter forward yeah, yeah and then of course you can email slash. us uh send your emails to podcast at thankgodimatheist.com and uh we'll be right back i uh, spent the better part of a week in prayer and just saying god show me something and i'll share with you uh some things i'll share with you i think he showed me about uh uh, the next president, but I'm not supposed to talk about that, so I'll leave you in the dark. <laughs> probably just as well. Probably just as well, but I think I know who it's going to be. All right. I'm going to read just what I wrote down, and I'm as if I'm hearing from the Lord these words. Your country will be torn apart by internal stress. A house divided cannot stand. Your president holds a radical view of the direction of your country, which is at odds with the majority. Expect chaos and paralysis. Your president holds a view which is at the odds with the majority. It's a radical view of the future of the country, and so that's why we're having this division. This is a spiritual battle which can only be won by overwhelming prayer. The future of the world is at stake because if America falls, there's no longer a strong champion of freedom and a champion of the oppressed of the world. There must be an urgent call to prayer. Okay. And then uh, the Lord said, a time of maximum stress and peril greater than at any time since the CBN ministry began. This country will begin disintegrating. Now, I thought, when did we start this place? I started uh, CBN in, in, I think, 1960. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had, uh, uh, you think of all the things that went on. You had the assassination of President, the assassination of Martin Luther King. You've got a war in Vietnam. You've got all these things. He said it's a worse stress than before. So I'm saying, God, let me give you some, 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 
suggestions, and you tell me if any of them is right. You know, <laughs> pick one. So I said, is it an EMP blast? No, that isn't it. Uh, is it a cosmic or solar radiation blast? No. Uh, is it the Mayan galaxy alignment? No, it's not that. Which will shock many. Is it Iranian or North Korean nuclear threat? No. Is it an earthquake or a volcano? No. Is it a massive power failure? No. What is it? It's an economic collapse. And God said, and I quote, this is not my judgment. They are bringing it upon themselves. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, he just Boy. sounds old he sounds yeah he just sounds yeah dead he who, sound, who was that frank oh yeah i guess we should um introduce uh yeah, pat robertson oh patty pat um who is uh known for his uh wackadoodle <laughs> comments his pronouncements yes um and, you know it was it was that was from the cbn ministry do you remember uh, when Hurric or Hurricane Katrina was your fault because you're queer? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was that was him. That was Pat Robertson. Um, he's a really nice old man. <laughs> um, anyways, so um, I don't even know where to start with this man. I, here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I didn't think that that, that brand of Christianity believed in prophets. And he is acting, he is oh, doing... he is profiting like a motherfucker. That he is a prophet. Yeah. He he talked to God. Yeah. He, he gave he, God a multiple choice question. Yeah. He, I mean, he says, this is as though God were saying it, I think is what he says. He, or said, these, he said, as if I'm hearing from the Lord. Yeah. As if. He doesn't say, I did hear it from the Lord. He says, it's as if. Well, I don't know what he's... Uh, he, yeah, what he's does that obviously mean? Obviously, presenting it as though, and yeah. I mean, he says that he, he. I mean, he makes a little snide remark about the next president and the know, next president. Yeah, knowing not, who it's going to be, but right. I'm not supposed to say. Right. Yeah. Ooh, you're such a prognosticator, man. Right. Well, not only that. What's amazing to me? Oh, okay. First of all, my big takeaway from that clip. Yeah. I am so comforted that we're not going to be experiencing an EMP. <laughs> I frankly, I was worried about it. I was, I was concerned that that was what was going to take us down. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, folks. The EMP, <laughs> you're totally safe on the EMP. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> he goes EMP. Uh, is that the only science he's ever learned? Uh, I don't know. He, well, heard... he also says something about some sort of um, interstellar, some some yeah. sort of something. Pulse of some guy. I, I oh don't even know. God. I can't even remember what he oh, said. It was delightful. Oh. The, the fact that he went to EMP just tickles EMP me. is amazing. <laughs> like, oh. nobody's worried about that. No. There's not a human being alive that's worried about... He is the only person that's concerned about EMP. And to be clear, this is electromagnetic pulse, right? right? Yeah, which is what's caused... I mean, the things that cause an EMP are things like a nuclear bomb going off. Right. Which, oh, oh, he must have watched point, Ocean's 12. O Ocean's 11. Ocean's 11. Yeah, yeah. that's what he, he was, Can they do that? <laughs> Explain this to me. Now, wait a minute. What is that thing he's doing? <laughs> he's, he's like, I better ask God about that. Because <laughs> if George Don, Clooney. Don Cheadle might be coming with his EMP. <laughs> I'm terrified of Don Cheadle. <laughs> Where, he's got that British accent in the thing. <laughs> oh, and... and 
to my ear, not a very good one. No, he well, actually, passable, but passable, but, but a few problems. A few problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know, but it sounded a little. He was still charming. He was charming. I thought he was utterly charming. It all seemed a little fishy, though. Yeah, it was. I don't fishy. know why he had to do an accent. Why did he have to do an accent? Because <laughs> they wanted a Brit. Yeah, he looked good. He was all dressed in his British style suits and everything. Yeah, yeah. Right. I thought he was nice. Huh. Hey, but you know what the other big takeaway from Mr. Robertson is? What's that? We need prayer. Prayer. Yeah. We need prayer to pray. get us through this. It's the you only thing, Dan, that's going to get us through this it's, year. Despite the fact that I don't think a single reasonable case could be made that prayer has any effect. Even yeah. from a belief standpoint. No, they don't. They, well. You can't make a, a, make a case for prayer. You really can't because it still seems to be a crapshoot either way. Well, yeah. I mean, the idea, the fr- frankly, okay. So, and what I'm talking about specifically is prayer for intervention. Right. And I was having this conversation actually with a friend of mine who's a, who's a philosophy professor mm. just the other day. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about prayer for intervention as yeah. a concept. Okay. It's clearly debunkable. Mm. Like the fact of the matter is that you can't. Now, what's funny is that he was racking his brain because he's such a fan of just like argument as a concept okay that he wanted to come up with some argument for prayer for intervention right like he knew he thought you know some thomas aquinas somebody must have come up with a decent one of the great religious thinkers right must have come up with it he couldn't think of anything off the top of his head okay but i just gotta say you you gotta look at it from the point of view of like you know you got two pious families yes and both of their grandmothers come down with the same cancer. Yes. And they go to the hospital or whatever, and both families pray to God to save Granny. And, and, and one of happens, them, Dan? well, one of them lives and one of them dies. Is that? Well, that's sad. Yeah. Well, well it's sad well, for one family. We all die eventually. No, but the other family's happy. Right. Because Grandma's now alive. Right. Well, she's Due to alive. intervention from Their God. Prayer. Yeah, they prayed, and so Granny is better. But what does that mean for the family whose grandmother died they didn't pray right <laughs> it means they fucked up the prayer or yeah. it means it or it, the or way it that they that it's god's will that's how they explain it right. it's god's will well i'm sorry doesn't god's will happen always no matter what right well, aren't we dealing with an omnipotent being whose will is going to happen so why would we bother to pray right it's already set in stone right unless he set up rules about like prayer, but then it still well, doesn't work. But it, it seems like to me that it's it's the question of it, does God inter d- d- does God ever if he intervenes if right. God intervened right okay let's say God actually changed the reality he actually altered something he, he that would one have to be measurable cancer. yeah God's hand would have to be tangible and measurable in the world well. Not to a believer. No, it would have to be. If God's, if, if reality is altered in any way, shape, or form from the, the, the pre-described way that it was going to go, then there has to be something that is, that is, that, that is measurable there. There has to be. He didn't. Ah, just, but a believer would would argue that there they, is. They would come up with some they would kind say, of argument. They would say that grandma it, was there healed. Would have to be. The doctors were sure she was going to die, and she was healed. Right. They can say that all the live long day, but somewhere in there, there has to be a moment that you could measure God in this world. Well, he works in mysterious ways, Frank. 
I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> All I'm that saying they, is that it seems like to me that's something that 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 would have to be conceded by by a, even a religious person, but who who was um, who was reasonable. Who was reasonable. I I just think I just think if you look at results, if you look, there's no, there's you're right that that you can't. There's no, and there have been studies on prayer. Right. Big studies on prayer. So let's take it out of the human body for a second. Let's say it's a weather pattern. Sure. Because people pray for weather patterns to be yes. changed and whatnot. It seems like the same thing. There would have to be some meteorologist literally looking at something and all of a sudden something shifts. Right. Like, in, oh, in we a, don't know where the, the clouds came from. Right. <clears throat> but But here's the thing. Even at that, you know, it's like the problem. the problem with prayer is that those who get their prayer answered, quote unquote, those who mm-hmm. get what they want from their prayer, give God credit. Yeah. And it was, and, and it was this great thing that God did because they prayed. Right. Those who don't get their prayer answered, those who are shit upon. Right. Well, it was just God's will. It's God's will. And it's he works a test in, of faith. He works it's in a... mysterious ways. We yeah. don't know his, what he wants. Right. And blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? What you've just done is just said, we might as well not fucking pray. There's just no point right, to prayer. But, I mean, you just told me that that there. <laughs> I mean, the, but it's the same thing. The believer explains it away. No but, matter what, the believer explains it away. Well, yeah. But I, what I'm saying is, even from a believer's point of view, if God's will is going to be done, period. Right. Then there's no point to prayer. But they don't believe for that. intervention. They don't believe that. Well, they they're just not. They believe that about sometimes it. God's will will be that their prayer gets answered well it's all but it's already god's will he doesn't change his god's mind. will isn't just like one big thing <laughs> because not not all um not all believers believe in like predestination pre and, no but they believe in predestined that, that in, everything's already mapped out but they believe in an omnipotent and all-knowing and all loving and all powerful god right well an all-knowing god already knows how everything's going to play out period yes so there's no point to praying to him. It's already there. It's already set. And I and I agree with you. Okay. <laughs> However, I don't think that even a a person even even you know, again, this gets back to the whole, you know, the mystery and the 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 the, the, the leaving that space between knowledge and and faith, right? right? And and all that crap that you hear them say. Right. And it's like, so they are going to explain it away. You cannot reason with people who believe in faith. Right. Well, faith is an unreasonable position. Exactly. To take. And so whenever you come at them, the point that you just made at a certain, at the point when it starts making sense, <laughs> okay, in an undeniable way, that's where they shut down. There's some sort of, for sophistry yes. right you you are wielding some sort of <laughs> magical spell here dan and you are trying to lure a faithful <laughs> servant of god away with your using logic yes the powers of the devil yeah. yeah yeah absolutely that's how it works oh my god that's how it works dan come on you uh, know this uh, you know what i need you know what dan what with that argument why are we even doing a podcast <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not trying to. This seems to be our atheist yeah. prayer, though. I'm gonna, you know, I would like to offer a prayer now, <laughs> dear Jesus. Please, please 
please teach people to see things critically, to think logically. Yes. In the name of me. Amen. Well, should we go to our voicemail? Yeah, we got another voicemail. We and this one, voicemail. by way of explanation, if you go two episodes back, <laughs> uh, we answered a voicemail from a guy named Adam. Yes. And uh, he's, he's called us back. Hey, guys. It's Adam again. Uh, love the new episode. A couple of things really quick. First of all, Dan, choose a side because I said I was agnostic. Say, make up your mind to an agnostic. Did you stop to think about how hilarious a statement that actually is? Um, I don't know, man. That's some pretty high horse hubris on your uh, perspective of the world to say, oh, come on. Come on. You know the truth. You know the truth. Doesn't sound a whole lot better than the people I was bitching about, Dan. A um, couple other things. You guys really struck a chord when you were talking about this sort of moral code. Um, you know, the idea of punishment versus the idea of exaltation, right? Doing something good for the sake of being moral versus doing something out of fear of hell. Um, working for years with incarcerated youth, it's really interesting because when these kids first show up, uh, they have to learn really quickly not to use terms like, well, the thing I did that was bad is that I got caught and now I'm here, versus, well, the thing I did was bad because it hurt somebody. It's called victim impact, and it has to do with empathy. And you have to teach it to these kids because it's really important to the system to know that they're sorry because it was morally bad, not just because they were punished for it. So pretty interesting, I think, that there's a big double standard when it comes to our society's laws versus this religious code, right? I mean, why would they say, oh, without God, there'd be no moral compass, but then they expect these kids before they're able to be paroled to somehow just have that moral compass? I don't know. Interesting. Anyway, um, sorry if I was being long-winded. Love the show. I uh, can't wait for the next one. Bye. Okay. Immediate response for me. Like, because I don't want it to, like, escape. I don't want to forget this one. Okay, okay. But it's one of the last things that he says, which is um, you have to teach them that what, 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 what they're doing is actually really bad. Right. These kids. Because of a consequence. And not just because they got, they got caught. Right. Yeah. Which is what, if they grew up <laughs> in a religious house, it's all about... Because you got caught. Right. God works on that principle and that principle alone. God is really a bad model for moral teaching. Oh, absolutely. And 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 he makes a very good point about that. What's interesting, I I think it's equally bad to say to be to say be good out of fear of hell. Yeah. As it is, but I think it's equally bad to say be good because of reward in heaven. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's fucking childish. It is childish. It's and what it's you know actually Einstein took the, it to task took that, took that concept. These to task. kids learned that lesson. Right. They learned the lesson that it's bad because they got caught. Right. And that is the lesson of Christianity. Yeah. I mean n- now mind you the Christian lesson is no matter what you get caught so don't do it. Well right. Because God already knows. Right right right. right. But the fact of the matter is but that's it's just the lesson. That's the mechanism. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. It's it's not religion isn't teaching people to be good because of you know 
because, <laughs> because of uh, because of some, it's actual bad to morality. do something bad to something else, to right? Because else. you're hurting another another human being, and our society revolves around the concept of everyone working together. Right. We're all in this together. It, right? Religion doesn't doesn't impart wow. that in the way that it ought yeah. to. Yeah, some well, some religions emphasize that more than others. Yeah, and there is the golden and, rule, and we shouldn't, you know, shy away from that and everything. Right, but right. it just seems like it gets lost in the discussion so much. But, yeah, and yeah. and the the whole the whole promise of reward slash threat threat of that punishment was always far more present in my mind as a religious kid than anything else. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Every time I masturbated, does, I wasn't thinking about the golden rule. I was thinking about going to hell. And Adam does right exactly. And Adam does bring up on another good point, which is that our laws, we incarcerate more people than China. <laughs> our laws are all about incarceration and mm-hmm. all about like punishment. Yeah. There's almost nothing in our, in our legal system that's about actually rehabilitating someone. Yeah. It's such a th- side thought. Yeah. About actually like teaching people like what he said. Yeah. Why it's not okay and why, and why that matters to them. Why, why it should matter that someone else got hurt. Right. To them. Yeah. It's a tricky one. Yeah. 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 I suppose I need to answer his, uh, his, his excoriation of myself. Gee whiz, Dan, you, he lets loose on you. I got told. You got told. What do you, what is your response, Dan? I'm curious. And I will, I'm going to, I want to hear what you say. Well, okay. First of all, I have to say, I went back and listened to what he's referring to should we play it well i can just tell you what i what it was that i said but we can't we can't go i mean it's in episode six everybody you can go and listen to it it's like nine minutes from the end okay um of the podcast and i said enough with this mamby pamby agnostic bullshit Mm mm-hmm that's that's the exact quote that I said. Okay, but yeah. then I, I went on to explain, that. and I think that I don't think that Adam really understood my 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 full point. My point is not pick a side. That was never what I said. Okay. What I said was, and I went into my definitions of what agnostic means versus what atheism means. Right. <clears throat> Agnosticism merely as a concept just says we can't know for sure. Right whether or not there's a God. Right. Atheism is strictly asking the question, do you have a specific belief in a specific God? Right. And I didn't, it didn't sound to me like Adam does have a specific belief in a specific God. Right. And therefore what I was saying to Adam was just say the word, just use the word atheist. Just use the word because that's really what you are. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm saying pick a side. I don't give a shit. If you want to be a Christian, be a Christian. If you want to be a Wiccan, whatever. But what I'm saying... Or if you want to be an agnostic, be an agnostic. Right. But be an agnostic and be an atheist. Sure. You're both. Right. You are those two things. Right. Because you also said... I do remember you saying uh, the whole thing about anybody who's actually truly being honest... Is an agnostic. even, Even a Christian or a believer has to admit... Except Pat Robertson. Except Pat Robertson because, well, he talks to Because he God. talks to him. Yeah. But unless you have unless a personal experience with person, a God, you yeah. can't know. Right. So you're an agnostic. Exactly. So we're all agnostics. Right. I don't find it a remotely useful word. Uh, but there is a general understanding. Right. Okay. And I think that that's where Adam is. And is, I think is, that's fair. Sure. 
And because there's a lot of people who are much more comfortable with the term agnostic. And I think you're kind of taking a little bit of the wind out of their sails with it. Just a little bit. I get your argument, but I can see why Adam would respond this way. I just feel like... Because you seem to just be... Because again, there is that idea that it isn't as strong of a form of atheism, right? The atheism is so, you know, there's this, there's this idea. Ardent. Yeah, exactly. And Angry. We're, we're, we're just as bad as believers. Yeah. We're just, we're just as dogmatic as believers. Right. And I don't believe that for a second. I mean, right. there are some like really vocal atheists out there, but I even, there are. And, and, and they do take some, some provocative positions from time to time, but even... Even that, like, according to the definition that you've laid out, I have to fall into the same definition as they do, which is atheist. And you're probably right that according to your definition, Adam is probably atheist. But the thing is, I did edit his his voicemail message because Adam actually took about four minutes of voicemail time. (laughs) So I did need to get it down just a little bit. So what I played there was an edited excerpt. And so there's this whole middle section of him talking about the the fact that he, in fact, I, I probably shouldn't have edited it out, but um, he says the reason that he likes the term agnostic for right. himself is because he he likes the mystery, he likes the mysticism, he likes sure. he likes that stuff. He doesn't actually believe in it, but he likes having he that, likes being open to he it. Like, well, he, he likes having it around in his life. Sure, right? He likes these fun little, you know, like. I can't remember the exact words that he that he used, but it was that sort of idea. It's not that he himself is spiritual or right. that he is a believer in those things. He just simply likes having them around. Well, okay. So to clarify my position, then what I'm what I guess where I'm coming from is that I want more people to use that word, that scary word, atheist, so that it's not scary anymore. Yeah. Because I don't think it is scary. It's not scary. It doesn't say anything about you other than you don't have a god belief. Right. That's all it says. You don't, and you know, if you believe that there's some energy that connects all life and you don't know what, what it is or whatever, I don't know. Right. I, I personally get annoyed by that because I don't know where that belief comes from. Right. I, you don't have any more evidence than anyone who believes in a Christian God or whatever, but fine. Right. You're still an atheist though, if you don't have a God belief. Right. Yeah. And I just want more people to use it. So, Adam, I'm sorry if I if I bugged you, but I, I'm not asking you to give up your mysticism. I'm not asking you to to say that there's no mystery in the universe. Because right. heaven knows. Right. Mystery, mystery is what the universe is. Right. Adam is probably just exploring the mystery that he sees in the world and sure. the unanswered questions that he has about the world and the universe in a very different way than, than you or I do that. Right. And you do it slightly different than I do. And yep. blah, 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 blah. We all have our own way of doing it. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. Adam, yeah. though. Uh, Adam. Call but... again. Please. <laughs> Keep us on our toes. You know? And the you truth said, of the matter. I, and... I have a feeling this was not the last time we heard from Adam. Yeah. If he was so quick to call this it time. Does, it does seem. And I think he wanted his last call on the la- on our last. This call on the last episode. Yeah. But, but mean, he, didn't, he, he didn't get it in time. He didn't time. get it in on time. So. But, but yeah. I mean. I, th- I think, you know, I want to leave space for, for mystery. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's. I don't actually. I. <laughs> well, I don't want to leave space for like, like, magic crystals. 
Oh my god. <laughs> have you have you been out to the Valley Fair Mall with me ever? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, we, yes we it was totally with you when there. we went into that art uh, shop. Oh. The art shop at the Valley Fair. Oh my Fair god. Mall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, folks. That and the uh, it is the mostly Mexican uh, swap meet that yeah. we went to that was yeah. just Oh, Salt Lake is home to a fantastic <laughs> shopping mall that used to be <laughs> the kind that you find gaps and whatnot. Yeah, in. it was just a normal mall. But this thing, the neighborhood evolved and the mall <laughs> evolved. And it is, it, it went for crazy. a while, it was basically an indoor swap meet. And yeah. now it's kind of come back and it's for something really cool and it's interesting. It's like a half and half sort of thing. You don't know what it is. Yeah. It's, it's I think at any given of, moment, you don't know. A lot of um, um, stores that... that, that appeal to the latino market mm-hmm. a lot of many of which vietnamese. are owned by vietnamese people yeah. appealing <laughs> yeah. to the, uh-huh. the latino market yeah absolutely it's just a really <laughs> wonderful collection of stores anyways it's fun to go out to and there's this one store that has well there's tons of stores that have wacky stuff but crystals and oh. pretty paintings and one of them was like a 900 hundred dollar painting of a fairy or something <laughs> like it was absolutely <laughs> absurd <laughs> oh my gosh oh, well i think we've I think that's the show. Have we exhausted our... I think we're at the end of the show. All right. Well, we love you people. Well, thanks for listening. Well, if you'd like to join the conversation, as Adam did this time, please give us a call, 424-666-TGIA. That's 424-666-8442. You can Twitter with us at TGIA Atheist, at TGIA Atheist. There you go. And you can always send us an email to podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Look forward to hearing from you.